Welcome to the Mind Her Business Podcast, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to scale their business while taking care of your mindset, your health, and your family. Honestly, it's just trying to keep your head above water. So go ahead and pour yourself a cup of coffee or make your favorite cocktail. We don't judge. It's time to become the holistic CEO you're meant to be. You guys, I'm so excited for this episode because I feel like we got a lot of feedback when I was sharing more about the things. So I've much been, feedback. Yeah, but what I've been going through on the hormone side and health and all of that. But this is actually something that we've both been changing a lot of. And I'm guilty. I'm not as good as you. I'm not. That's okay. I'm going to be the first to say okay. I'm a work in progress. So like the tips that we're going to give you, yeah. right, to helping your stress are tips that I'm still trying to implement into my and everyday life. That's the thing I wanted to say before we like dive into this is I am not perfect at all right. of these things. There's so many times where I wake up and I do the opposite of what we're about to share. But I do think it's helpful if you are an entrepreneur and you are no, if you are just a woman in today's age For sure. and you are trying to like balance your horm- hormones and just like have less stress in your life, I feel like these tips are really helpful. Absolutely. And so, I mean, we're going to get into it, but here, tip number one is the one that like is the most painful for me. And I know it's one that's helped you dramatically yeah. and it's skipping the coffee first thing in the morning. Okay. But here's the thing. Rough. I know, guys. It's so hard. And it was really strange for me for the first month. And I also had like splitting headaches when I would wake up. Now I can tell you being like seven months removed from it, I don't get those like caffeine headaches. And I drink one cup of coffee and I'm kind of and I'm just I'm fine. Like I'm not dependent. Yeah, I'm not dependent on it anymore. The reason why I feel like it's so important to skip coffee and we'll go into all of the reasons, but like one of the main things is like when you're balancing your hormones, you have to let your body know that it's safe and you're going to supply it with food and all those things. When you're drinking coffee first thing, like your appetite goes out the window. And so you're essentially putting your body into this like fight or flight. Well, unfortunately, coffee, as delicious as it is, and you guys can tell I'm like, I don't like coffee or anything. No, I love right. coffee. It's the she shouldn't the, be like shooting it by into Starbucks. My veins. Yes, <laughs> but I really feel like the when you when you know what coffee does, just from a physiological standpoint, right? It like spikes cortisol. Yeah, which we know cortisol is the stress hormone, yeah. right? And so when you hear those two things, you're like, okay, coffee spikes cortisol, and if I'm I have an empty stomach. Yeah. The first thing that I'm going to do to myself is literally put something stressful right. into my body and make myself stressed out from the get. Yeah. Like maybe it makes me feel a little bit more energetic, but hmm, could but I reverse really, that a little bit? Does it really probably when not. you think about it? Because it's probably just more jittery. Yeah. It's just like you're just <laughs> you're just wild. As I'm drinking coffee, right. like you guys should be able to see. As me. she's like sipping down a venti. At 3 p.m. <laughs> three At 3 p.m. of venti blonde. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. No, but we'll just be I like that was your first coffee of the yeah, day. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's just <Perfect>. ongoing. <laughs> no, and this isn't like a, okay, I love coffee. I've now just made it into this like relaxing ritual. Yep. I used to wake up and be like, I have to down coffee. Like I would go to sleep at night dreaming about my coffee the next Same, day. Same, I still do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all right. Right. We're supposed to give them good tips, not make them think about you guys, Bree's, their Bree's on Starbucks. her own journey. <laughs> 
I mean, I really am trying. Yes. I am no, trying this. I'm you doing are. better with yes. this process. But for sure, I think it's so important too to like go, okay, so if you're not going to do that right away, like when would you have your coffee? Yeah. So what do you do in your mornings that has helped with this whole process? So I, unless I'm doing, cause I have started doing like some 7am Pilates classes. So I'm not drinking bone broth before that. I'm just like eating some protein. So then what I'll do is like, I always have something in my stomach. So in a perfect world, let's just pretend I'm waking up and I kind of have my whole day to myself in that sense. I'm going to wake up I'm going to drink bone broth. I'm going to eat something. My goal is to get anywhere from like 20 to 30 grams of protein. Yeah. But like bone broth is 10 grams. Yeah. So it's half of it. And it's just a cup, right? It's just a cup. It's like if you get the kettle and fire containers, it's half of that. So if you want to drink the whole thing, there's your 20 grams. (laughs) That's a lot of liquid. Um, So I do the bone broth. And actually somebody asked me, they were like, how do you do the bone broth? The kettle and fire ginger and turmeric is like my favorite because you don't have to do anything to it. I just put it on the stove and warm it up. I have been switching to their like chicken bone broth and I'll add salt, pepper, and then like crushed ginger to it. It's that simple. But you get the protein in, I'll eat something and then I'll have coffee after that. So like I'm really not having coffee until like 10 a.m. And then I just kind of make it this like very, I want to say like, special moment between me and my coffee because <laughs> like I love my Nespresso and I just try to be like it's a very relaxing mm-hmm. experience like experience I feel like anytime I drank coffee before I was I'm tired I need to get it and run into a meeting or something like that and this is just very much like I have the coffee I'm just enjoying it and I think that's also why half the time I don't even drink the whole thing and I think the mornings I've tried doing this right yeah. where I've been like okay I'm gonna try the bone broth because I have been like that. I'm yeah. like, okay, it's working for her. It can work for me too. So I get my bone broth or I have some protein. I feel like I don't crave it as much either. Do you, you notice don't. that too? Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's why when I have the coffee, I end up not drinking all of it mm-hmm. because I'm not dependent on it. And I think for me, it was like, I felt like I had to have it, but also I realized I just like having something warm in the morning. Yep. So that kind of replaced it a little bit, which is really nice. Yeah. Okay. So tip number two is also a struggle still for me. Tip number two is really hard for me. Right. I mean, I feel like as entrepreneurs, this is the tough one, but not looking at your phone the first hour after waking up. Yeah. And for most of you, you're like, you're crazy because that's where my alarm is. And I mean, I know some people, some entrepreneurs go as far as to just set a different alarm clock so they can avoid their phone. Who is it? There's somebody who literally puts their phone in a different room. And I'm like, that's I mean, I think I could do that because my kids are my alarm right now. I mean, the greatest thing about owning my own business is the fact that I don't have to really wake up to an alarm clock. I mean, my kids aren't in school right now. They're not in like elementary yet. So we just do the daycare drop off. And if we're a little late, we're a little late. But I I mean, I probably could. I mean, there's so many studies around like how we should not be so close to our phones. So it'd actually be really interesting. Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll both for like one week. I can... I can definitely do this one. Number one, I don't know about, but number interesting. Two, See, number two seems kind of hard for me. <laughs> I think I could do it. Yeah. I think I could put it away for a okay. little bit. But it has something to do with your brainwaves. They say yeah. there's a study out there. I know it was a Forbes article written that looking at your phone, you're in this like dazed and confused, like awakening. So you're in deep sleep, right? Then you kind of go to this like, 
I'm almost awake sleep. But when you go from deep sleep to, okay, my alarm is going off. I'm looking at my phone. You're literally putting yourself into like a stressed out situation by looking at your phone right away and not letting your brain go through that natural wake up process. So you're not only maybe looking at something that's negative. So you're putting yourself in even more of a stress situation. You're checking your email and you're seeing that a client's unhappy. So even more stress situation, but you're literally just not giving your body and brain enough time to wake up to go, okay, it's time to like seize the day. Sometimes I think that I was just meant to like live in the middle of nowhere. I think that all the time about right? you. Mm-hmm. You say it all the time. Right? Yeah. That it's there not are some... just me, right? Like I literally <laughs> think maybe that, it's just right. But I actually think I would thrive. Like put me on a horse farm in the middle of nowhere where I don't have to have my phone, like where I can just put my phone in another room. I understand I could do that now, but I just <laughs> put my phone in another room and I can just have my own little vegetable garden and my levels will be so balanced and low and She'd be thriving. I think I would. She would just be thriving. Everyone watch out. My actual, like I have become an entrepreneur, so I can then do that one day. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Okay. So you're not going to look at your phone, right? So you're going to skip your morning coffee. Have some. So what the heck are you doing if you're not looking at your phone? Yeah, right. Have your breakfast. Skip your phone for the first hour. I mean, I would take more you time. That'd be my tip number three is like just schedule out a little bit of you time if you can, because instead of scrolling your phone, looking at your emails, looking at like things that you have to do, wouldn't it be better to start your day with some positivity? So a little bit of meditation, journaling, something like that. I'm not a big journaler though. Really? No, I know you journal a little bit more. I've tried journaling and I'm like, there's just the act of writing down my thoughts. I don't know why. It just is not something that comes natural to me or feels like I'm getting something from it. Are you like a note taker? Like if you were like reading a book, do you like yeah. take notes? I will <laughs> I will highlight in my Audible and then never go back to Interesting. it. Interesting. Okay. I'm like the person who highlights in school that highlights everything. And then <laughs> do you know what like, I'm talking about? Yes. There was a movie like, that was everything out. Everything is important. Oh my gosh. There was a movie or a show where the guy literally, oh, I know what it was. It was the one with Tom Hanks where he literally was like going back to school or going back to college. And he highlighted every oh, yes, 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 sentence yes. in his book. And then he skipped like three words and yeah. they continue to highlight like that's me. So I'm not the type of person where I like write down those really important things. Yeah, And so I always have a hard time collecting my thoughts and journaling. But one of the things I think instead is this like, okay, if I'm not going to journal and that does not like fire me up mm-hmm. because you got to enjoy your morning For routine, sure. right? For sure. If that doesn't fire me up, like honestly, a little bit of med- guided meditation has always been good. And I hate meditation. So see how we're different, oh. right? But I have yes. to be, it, and it has to be the right guided meditation where okay. I feel like, okay, I'm getting something from this. So the reason why I ask if you're a note taker is I've always, so I've always loved journaling. I mean, when I was like, 10 years old, I would ask for journals. Like I would beg my mom. Wait, didn't you find some of your journals? I did. <laughs> like I've, recently? They're in there. <laughs> you should get them out I, and read them on like, oh my gosh, no, can we do that? No, because they are the most embarrassing things that have ever <laughs> and that's existed why I want to do it. <laughs> on this planet. I'm about to burn them on my piece of land. No, so you were nowhere. just, no, you were just like no, cute and it 10 was, and you had these thoughts and dreams. and All of my journals were like one day 
I will write famous movies. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. And then the other one was like, I wonder what my husband will look like. It was nothing like who I'm married to. But <laughs> shout out to Aaron. No, I'm oh, kidding. I'm oh, kidding. Burn. But it is just so funny. I mean, like I've always like I would beg my mom after school. I'd be like, hey, can we please go to the paper shop? There was like mm-hmm. this shop in in Columbus that like she only sold paper goods. And so what I got for my birthday when I was 10 was literally notepads that had my name on it. And I cried. I was so happy. I was like, I loved paper. See, you can put your phone away on your big piece of land, drinking your bone broth and writing in your journal. You were meant for a different time. (laughs) So was my husband, though. He was really meant for a different time as well. That's so funny. But no. So the reason why I ask going back to this is what I found is that I think it's really intimidating to just stare at a piece of paper and be like, what am I going to write here? And so how I've started journaling is like, reading and then writing my notes and then immediately under the note saying like how can I apply this to something yeah and I think that's been really helpful I mean I definitely think it would be helpful if I sat down and actually tried right they always say that those habits are hard to form unless you try to do them and I bet I would get a ton out of it but yeah when I think about like the me time I don't know that that fits like my you time right now, but it doesn't mean it won't eventually. A hundred percent. And I think that that's the thing is like figuring out what works for you, right? Because if you're trying to like lower your cortisol Mm -hmm. and you're doing things that stress you out, you are doing the opposite of what you should be doing for yourself. But I will say, and I'm sure that you felt this as well. The days where I like wake up and I immediately jump into like fixing other people's problems, I am mean. Yes. Because like I'm just focused on like all of these fires that I have to fix. And then the days where I just wake up maybe a little bit earlier and I spend some time like reading, maybe just going for a walk, journaling, I'm like an actual better person. I truly am. I'm sure there's some science to it all with taking the U time. There's a reason it's recommended by a lot mm-hmm. of people and the best way to like start a yeah. productive day is I, to have at least yeah. 20 to 30 minutes yeah. of like some you time whatever that looks like I mean for some of us it may be just like listening to a podcast 100%. that was really great for me when I was going into you know a job I had a commute yeah. I would drive for 20 minutes just put on a podcast that would get me yeah. in the right mind space or maybe it's reading too 100%. that's something I've taken up a little bit more as I've I, got older. I read something the other day where they were like even if you can just read 10 pages a day if you like consistently do that every day it makes like a massive difference i struggle with just 10 if it's a really good book right so yes. like that's great so but then that's also bad right yeah. because i'm that type of person that yeah. I, I can't time block very well if it's like mm. oh but this is so good same with podcasts i'm gonna listen it all yeah. the way through now the great thing is about to be an entrepreneur you have the opportunity For to sure. usually do that right sure. if you want to just continue on but that is my my tough I, thing with stopping. I feel like I had this amazing schedule when we were in Columbus. Like, I mean, I was stressed as all get out, but <laughs> my mornings were great. Like your morning I, routine was something. Yeah, it was. Like I would wake up before Aaron would wake up. And so me and we just had the one dog at the time, we would like go downstairs. I would curl up in a blanket. I was drinking coffee right away, so that yeah. wasn't good. But I would read. I would just read for like 30 minutes. I would journal and then I would like go about my day from there. I would usually then just like take the dog on a walk after that. But I mean, I was really consistent about that. If you stalk my Instagram highlights, the morning routine, like it was called morning moments. I would like share all the stuff that I was learning from that. Yeah, I remember those actually. Oh, man, those were the days I tell you. <laughs> oh, love it. But no, I think the biggest thing is like 
carving out that time for yourself because I mean you cannot pour from an empty cup I'm telling you not at all okay that brings us to our next tip and this one I think is going to be maybe one of the hardest ones because I feel like being in the space as a service provider most of our clients are reaching out to us through email but Mm -hmm. I would love to challenge people to skip replying to emails in the morning and the reason I say that is because A lot of times when you jump into your emails, you're not putting out fires, but you're essentially prioritizing other people's tasks for the day, right? So you are putting their priorities above your own, which when you have clients, I understand is important. But if your client emailed you late in the evening and you get back to them midday the next day, I feel like that's an adequate amount of time to still reply and be able to, you know, fix a problem or get something done. And it allows you to go, okay, what do I need to get done in the morning? Those are my to-dos. And then I'll get to replying to my emails later on. Don't we think that this also comes back to the conversation about boundaries? I mean, thousand percent. you get to set that boundary. You get to decide when you're responding to emails. I actually worked with somebody in my very early like freelance days and he had an automatic response that always went out and it literally said thank you so much for your email i respond to emails and then he gave a window and that was just it right it kind of makes sense it makes so much sense because i do feel like we live in this time where people think i send you an email i should get a response back in like five seconds and i mean this is how it was in corporate america too like we literally would have competitions to see who could respond to emails faster because it just like (laughs) What else are you, what else were we doing, you know? Well, but, we, kn- <laughs> we knew from one of your previous episodes right. that it was like butts and seats. And yes. you're like, what can I do? 100%. So, competition with email yeah. only makes sense. 100%. But I think that we've just all kind of been, I mean, I was listening to something interesting where they actually said this is more of a millennial thing than a Gen Z thing. And they said millennials feel like it's om- it's like this anxiety because we grew up with technology, but technology changed so quickly yes. that we don't actually always like fully know how to like respond to technology which is interesting so it's like you think about that email used to be something that you could only get when you would be on like a plugged in like desktop Mm -hmm. right then we had laptops that you could take with you everywhere then you had an iphone where it's on like it's all been so condensed that i feel like it is so normal for us to think that we just need to automatically like the moment an email comes through, we have to respond. respond to it. Yeah. I feel like that's one of the things I've gotten better about is like looking at my email. Okay. Unread. It's not priority. Right. Yeah. But I would like to challenge people just like, don't even maybe look at it unless you know you're expecting yes. something. Right. Yeah. And you know, I've got to be on, but maybe just take the morning. Don't look at it and get your to-do list done. And then as soon as that's done for the day where it's like, okay, this is my game day list. I've knocked it out. Then respond to people. I could be better about that. I I mean, I used to be the person who was like reading emails in my bed. And I feel like over the last year and a half, I've made it just a rule that I don't like jump into my email until like my morning routine is done. But I mean, I do think I could even be better where I'm like, I don't technically need to be checking my emails at 9 a.m. Yep, absolutely. All right. Brings us to our last one here. And that is getting in some exercise. This is not going to be a shock to anybody. But when we're really talking about creating, you know, a a stress-free life, a stress-free morning routine, I feel like people think of working out and there's a bunch of different ways you can go. But really, our recommendation is more of kind of like that low impact because we've seen it impact. You've seen it impact you. When I started working with the hormone specialists they asked me what I did for workout like for workouts and 
at that point I was just doing, I was doing pure bar. So I was doing pure bar like five times a week though. I was yep. pretty insane about it. And what they said, which was so interesting is they were like, based off of your personality type, you'll either like love this or you'll hate this. And I of course hated this, but <laughs> they said like, don't, basically I was like planning all of my workouts and I was like forcing myself to wake up at like 5.30 to make it to a 6 a.m. class or something like that. And they were like, you should wake up in the morning and like see what does your body need. And so their suggestion is like walking. I do Pilates. I really love Pilates. And so I will like I try to do it three times a week. And then they suggest like weight training. But before that, I was like, I mean, my entire life I was doing HIIT workouts and all of that. And they were like, being an entrepreneur, you regardless of what it is, like you're going to be a little bit more in that fight or flight. Oh my gosh, yes. Like it's just how it is, right? And so they were like, then layering in a hit workout puts you in fight or flight. And they're like, our bodies don't know, like the bear's not actually chasing you. It's okay. And I feel like once they explained that to me, like I went through an entire month where like I just walked. Yeah. That's all I did. And I felt like that's what I needed. So, you know, working out, but giving yourself like the grace to listen to what you need and what your body needs. Yeah. So I think that's really good advice too. And most of us can go, okay, we can take this tip and run with it. Right. Let's be honest. I'm not one of those people that wants to do any of those hit workouts. So when I heard, okay, the best way to kind of reduce your stress, regulate your hormones are some of those less like high intensity workouts. I was like, sign me up. That sounds like a oh great gosh. way to start and also, my day. Pilates is so hard. It is. There's nothing weak about it at all. Like <laughs> nothing weak. So difficult. Shout out to Mantra. Oh my gosh. Honestly, <laughs> I love you so much, but I'm also just always in pain after. <laughs> so funny. But it's good, right? It's yes. like a slow burn, Yeah, which is great. But no, I think, I mean, also like when we're moving our bodies, like endorphins and all of that. And so I feel like if there is a way for me to incorporate something that's low impact in the morning, I can also tell that like I jump into work a happier human. Yeah. What did they say in Legally Blonde? You're putting me on the spot here. She said people who work out are happy and happy people don't kill their husbands. Oh, yes. <laughs> happy people. Oh, yeah. Happy people go? don't kill Something their husbands. Something about endorphins. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good to know, Aaron, that you're safe. Emily is going to be a happier person. I know. <laughs> I am. (laughs) All right. So let's bring it back. So I want to kind of make this more or less like a little bit of a challenge. And the reason I want to make this as a challenge is because I actually want to challenge myself. I've not been very good at this in the past. And so I'm going to take these five steps and for the next month. I'm going to implement these five steps. So let's recap. We're not going to drink our coffee first thing. We're going to have protein, little protein instead, and then we're going to get our coffee, right? We're not going to look at our phone. For the for first hour. hour. So first my hour. typical wake up is about 7 a.m. So I'm going to go from about 7 to 8 without looking at my phone. I think that's totally doable. Yeah. I'm usually getting my kids ready. I think the hardest thing will be not checking like my notifications, right? Yeah. Not looking through them. So I need to make sure that those are shut off. But that's, yeah. that's another thing. 20 minutes of you time. I'm really not that great at this. Really? Not in the get. So yeah. I need to make sure that that's kind of programmed in my day. So I'm going to do 20 minutes of podcast reading, something like that. Then we're not going to look at emails. So Emily, if you don't get an email from me until the <laughs> afternoon, don't be mad. I'll be emailing Just her. Just Slack me, like, texting, something else. <laughs> but I'm going to put those off as priority. I really love that. Yeah. And then I'm going to do some low impact, which luckily I'm already doing that one. So that one will be one of the Wait, four or five that I'm like doing. an actual challenge. Let's I really do love it. this. So what 
if you want to like do this with us, yep. tag us. Yeah. Tag us in your stories. Absolutely. Because we'll share it on our accounts. That's another challenge for you, Brie. <laughs> You're going to share this on your account. Perfect. I'll do it. <laughs> I did this once before. Not this kind of challenge, but I did a declutter challenge and it was so much fun. So let's do it. I'm at Brie Galloway underscore and you are at Emily VDW. And let's Let's yeah, what should the this. challenge be called? We'll put a hashtag in the show notes because I feel like that would be easy too, right? Stress-free morning routine. Oh, I love that. That's really cute. Okay, there it is. We are going to start the stress-free morning routine challenge and you guys make sure to tag us. We cannot wait to spend the morning with you. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you could go ahead and leave us a review and let us know what your biggest takeaway was, we'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to connect with you over on Instagram. I'm at Emily VDW. And I'm at Brie Galloway underscore. See you next week. Bye.